You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my friends Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do. And today we're going to talk a little bit about adaptive devices for your dog, and two interesting words for when your dog needs more help. Yeah. My Bashir is going to be 11 in a few months, which I just can't wrap my mind around. He's not allowed to be 11. He's not allowed to grow older, but he is, and he's got some arthritis in one shoulder. And I've noticed recently that when he's jumping off my bed, he's allowed up on the bed. I invite him up when I go to bed in the evening, and he stays for a little while, but then he gets hot and he wants to jump down. He's hesitating before he jumps down, and I think because my bed is tall, it hurts his shoulder. The compression when he lands. When he he lands, when he jumps down. So I've been thinking about a ramp off my bed. I know they make stairs, but I don't think that would be better for him in particular because I think he would just jump over the steps. I got his, um, I got Logan. Logan is Bashir's brother, who I have. Um, Right. Actually, the stairs that I got from you, Kate, I actually use them. And he doesn't use all three because they're too close, but he'll use one yeah. to get like halfway up, make uh-huh. it easier. And then he'll use the one to get down. Right. Yeah. So I got him to, because he did do the same thing, jump uh-huh. over to avoid it. Right. Took a little work and training, but he'll at least use one step yeah. to get up and down a little easier. But what I want to do, whether it be stairs or a ramp, is make it a little easier for him. I'd like him to continue coming up on my bed when I go to bed because... It's a nice snuggle time. Exactly. But I'd like him to be able to get back down without hurting himself. And we've all mm-hmm. noticed that there are times when our dogs need a little more help. Kate, your Walter's losing his vision. And Petra, you went yeah. through that with yeah, Kona. Kona. He lost his. Both my Roddies, had, one had mm-hmm. bone cancer, one had spondylosis. And getting up on the bed was hard for them. Right. So I had a ramp for my truck. Mm-hmm. to get in and out of the bed of the truck. but And I, I made a ramp for the house. So I was thinking, I made it a long time ago. And it's not downstairs somewhere? No, you it's keep still everything. being used. Oh, it's still being used? Where? Because, well, first Kayla the Roddy, and then um, Gina the Roddy, and, but Walter and Quill use it. Oh. <laughs> they don't need to. If they're excited, they just jump right on the bed. But especially as Walter's losing his sight, yeah. sometimes he's not sure where to jump. So coming up the ramp is easier for him to find in yeah. the dark. Because he doesn't You mean you don't have little bit. LEDs along the edge of the ramp? I could, couldn't but I? Yeah. Come to think so of it, yeah. I could. Like an airstrip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't. <laughs> Running flashing lights right this way. This well, way. no, you want it mild enough so it doesn't keep you awake at oh, night. Okay. But, you know, at least little tiny LEDs. <laughs> that, see, yeah. like, 
That would be so cool. <laughs> and I have made a couple of ramps for friends. Uh-huh. For friends' dogs, I right. should say. And um, so I put one side up against the bed, either right. at the foot or the side. And then the other side, the side of it is a raised lip. Mm-hmm. So that as the dog, if vision is an issue, they don't walk off the ramp in the middle of the sure. incline. Right, right. That way. But, yeah, they're fairly easy to make for a stay-in-one-place. Right, right. And, yeah, I've just gotten so used to it there. And, in fact, I was thinking about it the other night. I thought, why do I still have it with these two? But Walter is using it now. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mm-hmm. see Quill running up and down it just because it's there. Because it's something to do for Quill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. It's a private agility course. Yeah. <laughs> and, frankly, That's it's great. a lot nicer that because my bed is high, too, that he doesn't jump and land on a body part. <laughs> if he comes up the ramp, yes. then he runs from my feet up, and he's and those paws are heavy. It, I don't he, know how he does it with a small dog. He increases gravity yes. one hundred times when he lands. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the cats would use it for that. Excursion, sure, which was another nice thing. Now the cat just leaping and landing on the middle of your stomach. So, well, I'm going to have to look at my bedroom, look at my bed, think about a ramp. Think about where I can position it because my room's not very big. So well, unless I make my bedroom the living room and move my bedroom <laughs> to the, li- <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Having used a ramp for the back of the truck, and then yeah. they have them also for backseat of cars because uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh-huh. that can get a little more interesting with the door and all the above. Right. But I really became a studier of the ramps. Okay. So there are the folding ramps. And some people like those. I didn't like them. I found them very unwieldy. You have to manage the whole weight of the ramp to get it open and so forth. I like the ones that slide into each other. Does mm-hmm. that make mm-hmm. sense? One Col- section. Collap- not collapsible. There's a word for it. Yeah. Right. They slide into it. Yeah. <laughs> and since it was in the back of my pickup, um, I just built a false bottom over that. Right. That was the main thing is... Say I picked up my friend and we put four or five dogs in the back of the pit with a shell on the back, by the way. Then I didn't have to slide it in around doggy feet. Mm-hmm. I see. There's a top. there's a guy in my parents' neighborhood. He has a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And his are like stairs, but nice square stairs and like an accordion. Oh. So he, so he just pulls it out and it looks like a little accordion, stretches them out, touches the ground. And it's a nice, nice depth or angle oh, to them interesting and nice wide steps and then you just see him he just kind of accordion was like folds them back and just it kind of stacks up top itself in the corner wow. it is the coolest thing i gotta ask him where i got it yeah. Oh, yeah it doesn't take up space i mean i think the stairs are probably maybe 10 by 10 square hey maybe you can find it's an old rv thing. and find their collapsible steps <laughs> <laughs> that works Oh, but you were talking about that, too, with the RV and the steps. You've noticed that Bashir jumps over. Jumps over the steps. So if, actually, I have a ramp in my garage that wouldn't work for the bedroom, but I may pull that out and see if it'll work for the RV. And we could all use it. We could all walk in and out on the ramp, but it would keep the two older dogs, Walter and Bashir, from just jumping straight down. Which is, hmm. it's the jumping down more than the jumping up that injures yes. them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know Quill doesn't like the steps because he doesn't like the feel of the metal raised non-slip surface. Right. But he can jump Being over. Being the wimpy that. terrier that he is. Yes, yes. <laughs> he just appreciates his comforts, that's all. Yeah. But there's other ways that our dogs need help when they grow older, too. Lose their eyesight. Yeah, Patrick. Kona was... 
I think relatively was, young when he lost yeah, his eyesight. Yeah, probably about two, three years. So about but, ten years of his life. Because he had congenital mm-hmm. eye defects. Mm-hmm. Walter's going on... No, Walter's 11 this month. Right, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, he's losing his vision for a couple different reasons. But it's uh, funny how dogs adapt. I remember Kona, we tried all sorts of things. We tried... Because retrieving was his thing. Yeah. Oh, God. He loved Scented retrieving. Scented balls and balls that made noise. Yeah. And he seemed to do, like the, the ones giggle ball. ball. Yeah, the giggle ball. He liked that. We played that in the house, too, as well. He liked that. He still have that ball. The yeah. I can't part with it. It was just Kona's ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I um, have one suggestion to the makers of the giggle ball. Make it softer. Yes. yes. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, hard plastic. Yeah. Softer would be nice. Yeah. So put a nice coating on it. Yep. Yeah. Or, like, with Walter, who can have some sight, balls with lights or something that could see. And then we tried that with Kona initially when he wasn't completely blind Right. Yet. And that helped for a little while. Right. Oh, poor Kona. We tried so many things God. because you, you kind of know that an old dog, his sight might dim. Uh, it might get milky. He might get cataracts. He might lose his hearing. But you don't expect a dog as young as Kona was yeah. to lose his sight. And Kona loved retrieving so much. It was, <laughs> yeah. He was a ball-crazy boy. And uh, the idea of him going blind and not being able to play with a ball was just heartbreaking. It was. It was. We tried everything. <laughs> yep. And I'm facing that now with Walter. Right now his problem is the pupils. So he can't see in bright light, but it hurts him to see. And then it dusk right and dusk is when i usually play fetch with him here at the field before class right his beloved ultra beloved cocaine infused <laughs> not real dog, joe, not, joe, 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 joe. <laughs> not real cocaine but his red planet dog orby favorite ball in the world he's addicted to it and he couldn't see it but it comes with hole all the way through it right so i could tie on one of those <laughs> collar lights and turn it on. And he can see that. Yes. He can find that. Yes. And I wondered if it would bother him being attached to the ball. Not a bit. No. Not a bit. He jumped all and over it. And he learned summer. that so quickly. Yes. In the matter of three or four throws in one evening, he went, aha, that thing is attached to my ball. And he was so thrilled. I oh, saw yeah. the lift in his spirits. I can find my ball. Now, I am still working, because if he gets totally blind, then even the light won't help. There are devices you can get so you can find something, like your keys or Mm -hmm. your cell phone. You can push your remote, Mm -hmm. and it chirps. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that one day I may have to put one of those chirping things inside his Planet Dog Orby, Mm -hmm. and then I'll have a remote. So the problem with the Giggle Ball was... If, if it stopped. If they didn't find it before it stopped, <clears throat> right. it quit making noise. Right. Exactly. So, start teaching him that now. Exactly. That's what I am doing. Yeah. I'm doing that. And then I've got to find some device that... Most of those devices are only 10 feet away, which, frankly, is not much of a fetch for Walter. But it's you know not very much for finding keys, either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, even with Kona, we were playing fetch. It wouldn't. It was maybe, what, a foot away or so. I kept it close so he could either hear it or smell it. Yeah. And then you just look so excited. Yeah, and even Which is another was, nice was thing about the planet dogs is they smell like peppermint when they're brand new. Yeah. Right, right. Nice. Dogs and we did that odor. too. We did that too. We'd get new planet dog balls mm-hmm. and keep rotating yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and talk about adaptive too for a dog that's blind, um, putting runners down hallways. Oh, Or right. along their usual paths. 
And if you rearrange furniture, show him, show it to him, walk him to it, let him see where it is. I can, poor Kona ran into so many things. But then he learned how to echolocate. Yeah, I was going to say, he he had his own adaptation. Yes, he did. He did. did. It took us a while to figure it out, though, because he'd do it here at the yard, and we have a pergola out in our big training field, and the base of the pergola has concrete block supports. Yeah. And he would walk around and bark, and he had a funny tone of bark when he yeah, barked. Yeah, he did. It was bark, different. bark, 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 and then he'd move, and we'd go, "Wait, yeah, he's acting like a dolphin." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was those... never a real barky dog. No, no. so no. it was like, "Why is he bark? What is going on? Yeah, and why that we had funny to... sound to it?" And we had to watch and figure that out. And even those four by four posts, which our landlord here has the sprinklers on, yeah, he avoided those. Yeah. yeah. He figured it out. Uh huh. Smart boy. It was kind of high. It was higher than a normal bark from yeah, him. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then he, he knew when he was, there was an object in his way because he would stop and he'd move over and he'd do it again. Like, okay, I cleared it and continue on. <laughs> I mean, that blind dog was running around here in the, yeah. <laughs> at the yard. Now, Liz sent me a link to something that I might think about <laughs> for Walter. Because he's run into things at full bore and hurt himself. He really hurt himself. He's not checking like Conan football pads, yeah. helmet, yeah. goggles. Yeah. I wrap him in bubble wrap. <laughs> well, he gave himself a concussion one time. Yes, yeah. he did. Take two steps to chase his ball and slammed into that brick wall. At full force. Yeah, yeah. He's being a little more careful, but still, when he's chasing the ball, his his mind is yeah. not on his own safety. But this thing that I sent you to the link for was a harness, and attached to the harness was a curved portion that went around the dog's head and in front of his nose, so that if he was going to run into something, he would feel the pressure on his shoulders from this this it's a rigid, it's a wire that's rigid and plastic covered right but it's rigid so if he ran into yeah. something he'd feel it in his shoulders makes a half circle around the front of the head and then goes down mm. through the vest right to the shoulders and back mm, okay okay yeah so it's bumpers yeah it's yeah. a bumper for right front. right and it looks very well designed and a lot of the reviews were very very good and the backstory is two grandmothers who one of their dog had lost their vision. And so they got together and sewed this thing up. Mm-hmm. And they make each one to order. There's For the individual dog. The order sheet is a myriad of measurements. measurements. But it's called the Halo. The Halo right. Vest. Right. Very cool. So if you have... Huh. I just think it is just spot on wonderful engineering for a problem. Oh, Yeah. Well, we yeah. tried to make stuff like that for <laughs> Kona. Yeah. We tried a rubber hose. <laughs> and, we tried yeah. so and, many and, But, you know, neither one of us are engineers. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I was thinking about we it later. We're collar fixated. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not right. particularly fond of vests. Or right. When we think of vests, we think of it as the therapy dog vest. Make it as small as possible. Use right. it and take it off. Right. Whereas they had a little dog who had lots of costumes. And so their idea was to attach it to that. Yeah. Right. Whereas we were trying to attach everything just to a collar. collar. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. And there was one idea that, and I don't know, we, I don't remember if we, we tried something like it with Kona, but take a 100, 500 zip ties, the long ones, mm-hmm. and clip them all onto the dog's collar with the, the free end, 
extending out over the dog's head. So it so, kind of so looks like, like a sunflower. <laughs> like, like feelers. Yeah. Yes. Like whiskers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we did something like that, but using those flexible metal tubing. Yeah. But he figured out echolocating. His echolocating was better. That was better. perfect. Yeah. Right. He, he couldn't design he, anything He figured better. it out on his own. <laughs> right. Now, I can't see Walter doing that. Not that he's not smart enough. It's just I don't think he thinks that way. He's like, what? So I think for, when he barks, he's rarely thinking. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I can see the halo vest working better for him. Yes, especially as even in the house, I notice when he runs into it. It's when he's trotting happily ahead of me, watching me over his shoulder, <laughs> and then thunk, and then thunk into something. Yeah. So bumpers would. Yeah, it'd probably work for him. Yeah. Then other adaptations. Well, you were talking about the uh, belly strap for your Rottweiler. Yes, and um, when she had some spinal issues with her spondylosis and couldn't get up. Now, you know, for a quick and dirty, putting something like a beach towel Mm -hmm. under the haunches and then using that to lift. Mm -hmm. But a friend of mine, his Malinois, is going to be doing this for long term until they can see if they can fix it or if it's time to, to end her life on this earth. But anyway, in the meantime, she can't get up by herself. And he was doing the towel. But of course, I went into my boxes of tricks of things that I have gotten over the years. That's underneath your house. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's special storage. It's like, (laughs) this is a wonderful thing. So it's fleece lined or um, uh, fuzzy fabric lined. And then on the outside canvas with straps. So you can adjust the strap so it fits snug around the puppy dog's haunches, hips area, and then clip it and leave it on. But it, then it has longer handles. And I had first heard of it by someone adapting a log carrier. Mm, yeah. One of those canvas uh-huh. logs. They had adapted it to use that. That way the dog is already wearing it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, when they're already uncomfortable and painful, get something underneath them to help them get up. Mm-hmm. They walk around comfortably with this thing on, and if they can't get up, you can just grab the handles and help them mm-hmm. up. I Hopefully this will be a short-term need for this girl, but anyway, um, I gave it There's to my There's a lot of use. dogs, as they get older, might have some back issues or some hip issues, or or as they're getting very old, they lose their, their muscles, yeah. you know, the strength. And depending on the size of the owner, my friend with... Well, he has lost a little bit of weight, Labrador. <laughs> Not quite a flabrador anymore, but he's still a big boy, and his his owner is is not a very big lady, and so just getting him into the back seat, mm. the front half of the dog is willing. He doesn't have the strength anymore to get his back in, so she has to have somebody help her get him in. Wherein she tried that this idea, and it was and just enough to get well, him. Well, I bet if she combined it, if she used that and a ramp, yeah, she's got one of those. Expensive cars, though, that the back seat is hard to get a ramp into securely. Oh. She can put it on the lip of the back mm-hmm. floor, mm-hmm. Um, but not up on the seat and no. still have enough room for the, the lab to maneuver. Mm-hmm. So, car manufacturers and ramp makers, there's something <laughs> yeah. to work on. Yeah. Talk together. Talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold on. Listen to our sponsors for just a second. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, Family Brands. It's DesignerPetSweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at PetLadyWorld. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz. With me today are Petra and Kate. Talking about dogs with bad backs or bad hips. Then there's the the wheelchairs for dogs. Oh, my Riker, who's been gone a couple years now. Can you believe it's been a couple years? Oh, yeah. yeah cause well, Kona this be- this March actually will be three, three. years. Yeah, because wow. will be three too. Oh, I can't believe that. Anyway, Riker was diagnosed with severe hip dysplasia early in his life, but he coped with it very well for a long time. The vet's exact words were, this dog should not be able to walk. As as he danced into the (laughs) clinic. Right. He was my front wheel drive. Anyway, about midlife, I decided that I would be a good proactive owner. And I spent several hundred dollars and I bought a doggy wheelchair. Mm -hmm. It had the wheels in the back, nice, soft, padded straps and to hold him and everything and I figured I would be proactive and introduce him to it before he really needed it 
because he knew how to pull a wagon. He had a, a little two-wheel cart that he loved to pull. Right. And he and his brother Kona would pull a wagon. <laughs> We'd go to dog shows. I'd sell some of my books. They'd pull a wagon in loaded with books. Kona losing his sight, Riker with hip dysplasia, but you <laughs> what know what? They, they worked together awesome. They did. Put in uh, a harness and make it pull. Yep. yep. Anyway, trying to be a good owner, I, I got this cart and I figured, okay, he loved to come to the training yard and he loved food. So I would introduce this to him at the training yard with some really, really good treats. Yeah, well, I didn't talk to Riker about it. He hated it. He'd throw himself over backwards. He hated it so much. So I enlisted friends. I asked them to walk into the training yard, give him treats, tell him what a handsome, awesome, wonderful boy he was. It didn't matter. Nope. You know, he had adapted himself. He had that rabbit money hop gait. Yep. Yeah. And he had the front end was all muscles. Mm -hmm. And the hip dysplasia didn't end up being what caused him to pass away he never lost his back end till the day he died he was able to get up even if he used his back legs together as one i donated the wheelchair to somebody else whose dog needed it and other dogs have used them very (laughs) successfully you tell about the the there's a video on facebook going around that i just recently saw that made me laugh and almost cry this woman was was walking on, looked like a truck path on a farm with wheat fields or something to either side of her. She had seven dogs with her, two able-bodied and five in little doggy wheelchairs with the two wheels. (laughs) Little dogs, big dogs, medium-sized dogs. She was throwing a stick and all of those dogs went chasing the stick and all of them came back to her. The dogs in the, with the wheels, the wheel dogs, were great. They knew how to maneuver it. They weren't colliding with each other. They weren't getting stuck. And everybody was happy, just running back and forth. And I was thinking, that's what I wanted for Riker. Right. It just, that wasn't his choice. Yeah. But I tried. But lots of dogs mm-hmm. use them and use them very, very well. So Riker aside, keep that in mind. They're available. Well, not just for the back, for the front, for the ones they have them for dogs yeah, that, that, that don't have the front legs needs, or whatever. Yeah, reason. yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw one mm-hmm. uh, recently again on social media of a Chihuahua that had two deformed yeah. front legs. Yeah, saw that. And one. they had a little chest harness and two little bitty wheels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looked like they came off a kid's doll carriage or yeah. something. And uh, boy, she scooted herself all over the place. Yeah, it's perfect. So. Sometimes we have we, there's that decision when are they in pain? Are they able to adapt? And can we help them adapt? Right. And then sometimes with Riker he says, "Hell no, I am going to do this my way." Right. Or even Kona to mm-hmm. a degree. Mm-hmm. But other times it might help you prevent having to make the final decision. Decision. Right. Or to make them more comfortable for whatever time they have left. Right. I'm hoping I still have several more years with Bashir. Mm-hmm. And if I can use a ramp to make him continue doing the things he's doing and take some pressure off his arthritic shoulder, yeah, 
I'll I'll figure out a ramp. There's so. just a lot of lot of stuff out there. Depending on what the needs are of your dog, just right. Really, just search the Google internet. It. Google, Google it. Google it. It's just incredible. There's a lot of things out there. People with good engineering skills. Yeah. People with good imaginations. There's a lot available. Mm-hmm. Well, and how many times have we had deaf dogs come through class? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot. In fact, I just had somebody contact me with another deaf dog, a little Staffordshire Terrier. So. Mm-hmm. Um, People mm-hmm. have used American Sign Language, mm-hmm. or they've created their own signals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, flashlight to flashlight. catch the dog's vision. to catch a Vibrating collar to get the attention. Oh, the vibrating electronic collars are awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you don't have to use the shock portion, just, just the, the vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh-huh. even a group, Deaf Dogs of America, and they share mm-hmm. tips mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So There's a lot of support out there for right. whatever your, the dog situation yeah. is. So I think the biggest point of this podcast is... Don't give up on your dog. Don't give up. Be willing to adapt. Help (laughs) your dog adapt. Be open to new stuff. While your dog is still healthy, I'm thinking ahead of time. So I'm glad that I put things on Walter when he was young. You know, boots and and sunglasses and hats and jackets. Not that he wore them very often, but now when he needs to wear sunglasses to go out in the sun, doggles, Mm -hmm. doggy sunglasses, he's not terribly happy but he does it mm-hmm. okay and it makes him feel better and so i don't mind taking him out in the full sun whereas for a while there i wasn't sure about it because it was obviously painful yeah exactly so my quill is still very young and healthy and very bouncy knock on wood yep but i'm getting him used to wearing boots and doggles on a can and making it a fun thing right mm-hmm. making it a fun mm-hmm. and Riker, you know, he loved to pull, and he would wear silly stuff. It was just that one thing he said, I will do it my way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, nope. And you know what? I had to respect that. I tried several different times in different situations in different ways in reintroducing that to him. If you hadn't exposed him to other stuff in the past that he willingly did, Mm -hmm. you know, Dressing up and wearing feather boas and and dog shoes. And and pulling his cart Cart. and wagon. Then you would have thought just that was a new experience that he couldn't accept. Right. This this was really his decision. I think this was more a matter of his doggy pride. Yeah. I -hmm. can do this. And you know what? He was doing it. Actually, he reminds me of a friend of ours that's a paraplegic, and he will not use the seatbelt in his wheelchair because he wants to keep working his balance muscles as long as possible. Sure, yeah, yeah. Should he go. use it, he, it would be safer. Yeah, but he wants. There's some pride, mm-hmm. yes, and there's some keeping himself moving. And, yeah. and frankly, mm-hmm. that's kind of what Riker reminded yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Riker's hips were so bad. That he probably was born with dysplasia. But he didn't cry and either. He no. never cried. He never and did. Because he knew no other way. Yeah. That's just the way it was. And he was, I mean, pretty, he was solid. So I mean, oh, he had yeah. so many other muscles, muscles that adapted that he was able to go through right. life. With Even this. struggling to stand up, you would not hear him whimper. No. no. He never. That was just who he was. Yes. Mm-hmm. He never, ever whimpered. So I had to respect that. Right. And although I wanted to provide him with some aid. He's like, got this, Mom. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a trade-off. Yeah. Do, do weird things to your dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, okay? Yeah. To help them in case they do need something adaptive. Right. And at the same time, respect who they are. Right. 
for what they will accept. I'm quite sure that if I put a <coughs> ramp up to my bed so Bashir doesn't have to jump down, I think he'll accept that. It'll uh, take a little coaxing. It'll take a little coaxing because, you know. He doesn't want to admit he's old. No, he's, oh. and, you know, I'll have the younger dogs do it too. There you go. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's an may... agility course from not to mom's bed. Right. Exactly. Or you may get that same yeah. gleeful look that Walter got when he realized there was a light attached to his ball. Uh-huh. Cool, I can do this yes. again. Yes. Right. So that's the joy of adapting something. Right. Exactly. Yep. And then have that ability to to use that possibility. Okay, there. All right. Well, I hope we gave you some stuff to think about. And, uh, and yeah, definitely search the internet. Oh, my gosh, oh, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's you know, different styles. Uh, even or, if there's some, or to give you a new idea. If you've got an engineering background or a creative mind, heck, <laughs> come up with something new yourself. There you go. You know, I, I have a little bit of pride in trying to come up with creative problem-solving things, but my hat is off to the ladies with a halo vest. Oh, yeah. That's I cool. thought that was just wonderful. That's why I forwarded yeah. it and to you. And they're still but, doing yes. Because I saw that and went, oh, my gosh, that's what we were trying to do for mm-hmm. Nona. And we didn't, we didn't succeed at it. Well, the first time I looked, I said, I, I understand why we didn't. But look at them. They did it. Yes. Yeah. Good. And they're sharing with others. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's great. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Hope we've given you something to think about. Bye-bye. Take good care of your pups and yourselves. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>